Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 166 of the talking the line podcast on this you know the drill beautiful thursday of bets also known as november the 18th 2021 so you don't have to check your calendar cannot thank you enough for choosing to stop by on this wonderful thursday we have another loaded show coming at you very shortly but before we get into all of that please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you're watching on YouTube, you might as well hit that notification bell as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the crew. But if you are watching on uh, one of our social media platforms, make sure you hit that subscribe, like, follow, whatever it might be there. That way you can always watch at the drop of a hat. But if you are listening, we uh, care about you guys too on your favorite podcast directory. Make sure you hit that subscribe button there too if you have not already as we do release the audio of every episode after each live show is complete next item up on the docket you can be so kind to do so after you hit that subscribe button and notification bell smash that like button leave us a comment leave us a rating jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live Hey, maybe hit that share button. Send it on over to your brothers, sisters, friends, enemies, neighbors, people who live on the opposite side of the map from you, but maybe they call themselves a good old-fashioned degenerate and like nothing but stone-cold ticket cashing. Well, that's what we do here. We are for all. The first time better to the Daily Degenerate. Bring them on in to the TTL family. Last, but certainly not least, head on over to this episode's description where you will find the Talk in the Line link tree. Within that link sheet, you will locate the TalkingTheLine.com website, all of the TTL crew social platforms, and our additional content so you can consume all of that however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people, joining us on episode number 166, I am your honored, hyped, humbled, and always handicapping host, Colton, Captain Colt Sroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by, get some picks, get some insights, get some analysis, but most importantly, some laughs, good vibes, motivation, everything in between. We're not your run-of-the-mill show here at the TTL Pod. If it's your first time stopping by, if it is, thank you so much for choosing to do so. We're going to dive into a lot of rabbit holes. You're not just only going to get picks and insights. It's going to get a little wild from time to time. Now, I have said we... I've said us, I've said the crew far too many times without acknowledging the presence of the other man that is currently here with me. He has not shown his face yet, but he is ready to, my friends. And without further ado, please help me welcome in the man, 
the myth, the degenerate gambling legend, and my friends, the TTL resident Southsider and Cheesehead himself, Mr. Riley, R. Mags, Magnuson. <laughs> Partner, how you doing over there today, Collinsworth Slide? Need a little work on that slide today. Apparently, did a little hezzy hey, but I am doing fantastic, my man. We've got a beauty of a day in the Windy City. Late night with our Bulls and Blackhawks, uh, you know, going to the uh, crack of the evening. But, uh, you know, a little choke job for our Bulls. You're rocking the beauty of that, uh, yeah, baby. you know, captain's, um, Captain that, Winter Captain. Classic jersey. Yeah, it was stuck under my ass. Here you go. Now you can see the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Winter Classic? Yeah, that's the uh, 20, 2014 Winter Classic. Uh, yeah, oh, 2014 yeah. Winter Classic. She's got the patch and everything. You know, straight from the Magnificent Mile, Love not it. the Alibaba Express. You know how we uh, buy some <laughs> of our jerseys from time to time. How the hell are you doing over there, my man? Uh, we're warming up a little bit, finally, in the Windy City. And just as it happens, uh, I feel like it's going to get cold as shit again. So, uh, oh, pack your layers. Oh, it went back down under 40 degrees. It is uh, yeah. frigid here yeah. once again. And, uh, you know, hey, that's a, it is how it is. We, uh, you know, we, got, we know what we're getting ourselves into living here. So, uh Despite complaining about it, we're here anyway. So I'm feeling fantastic about these uh, these lights that we got going on today. Not as deep as we had yesterday, uh, but as far as what we like, I think I like our stuff as much as uh, what we did yesterday, which... Uh don't want to give too much away here from a second, but, you know, you know. Well, yeah, you, you know. know, I mean, okay. Well, Mags, we are a full transparency nah. show, all right? And you guys are going to have to bear with us sometimes. Speaking of complaining, Mags, sometimes you're going to hear us complain about these books, what they've done to us. Sometimes we're going to be a little bit upset, but we always promise you to have minds of goldfish and get right back into it the next day and continue to bring the good vibes. Now, my friends, I ask that you judge us by our losers, because in this situation here today, we have so few. And if you rode with the TTL crew yesterday, my friends, I promise you this is only but the beginning of the money train starting to steam down the tracks. A perfect 6-0. and We'll call it 5-0 and because we lined up on Michigan State from myself and my partner. Absolutely gorgeous. We would have gone 7-0 and had it been for the Sacramento Kings not showing up like a bunch of mamby-pambies and we might have had a fucking huge day. Nonetheless... Up a couple units, partner. The money line dice stay cold, but the TTL crew gets hot. Yeah, hot, 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 and uh, a handful of absolutely no sweats. I guess St. John's was a little uh, not quite sweaty. I mean, they had the cover in hand, but that was an exciting one. All the other ones were as no sweats as no sweats can be. So it was a uh, fun evening watching our uh, watching our bets just absolutely cruise to victory without too much of a worry. I don't know about you. Absolutely. Uh, don't want to put the cart in front of the horse, but again, uh, feeling real good. Uh, things are really starting to line up. We went through kind of our early season college basketball, early season NBA kind of trial, push, pull, see where we're going. And I think everything's starting to really line up. Obviously, we'll have a loser here or there. We'll have a losing day. It's part of the game. But uh, I'm feeling really, really good now, partner, and uh, liking how everything's looking. Some of the systems I've been using have been really spot on. So, hey, I'm not a parallelogram, I'm not a rhombus, I'm not a sharp, I don't know shit about shit, but what I do is cash fucking tickets, pals. So we're going to continue to do that <laughs> here today. Uh, we have another loaded card on tap, uh, five best bets in total. You know me, the mid-major king. I got three college basketball bets coming to you. Uh, actually, one of them is not a mid-major uh, between the Big East and the Big Ten, if I am uh, speaking correctly. I think that's right. Uh, yes, it 100% is. Mags is the conference guy. I still got to get in the, sc the swing of things here. 
But three college basketball plays from me, just like yesterday. My partner's got two coming at you. He's covering the Thursday night game, and he's got a college basketball play himself. Now, if you've been coming around to the Thursday shows, you know we've been doing the two-for-tutty Thursday parlay. Now, we've been hitting the shit out of one of the legs, and then the other one, it is the exact opposite guy that we decide to take. And it has been absolutely obliterating us. We're so tired of it. After the Kings lost last night, I said, partner... Let's do a little switch up. Let's do a little shake up. So today, for the first time ever, you will see the board bender parlay. We go all across the board and bend it to fit into what we need for a good old-fashioned ticket cash and parlay. My friends, four legs on this bad boy, paying out at over 10 to 1 odds. I can't wait to hammer it in. As a matter of fact, I already have. I can't wait for you guys to be able to hammer it in. So stick around. Second segment, third segment of the day, actually. Special play of the day, the board bender parlay. Then Moneyline Dice will be stopping by. 0-2 night last night. You saw it. They are a little bit off. Maybe the lighting was off in the studio. I fixed a couple of things for them. They were complaining a little bit. I said, hey, that ain't your job to complain. It's to dish out winners, all right? So I adjusted a few things. They're feeling better. They're targeting the matchup between the Spurs and the T-Wolves tonight. We'll tell you all about that matchup once we get into the fourth segment of the day. Then that'll wrap up or uh, kind of segue us into the second half of the show after we recap all of today's best bets. We'll talk all Mag's sidebar. I'm sure he's got a little bit of nonsense to dish out at us. Uh, We will dive into our daily leans. I got about a half dozen to uh, kick back and forth. If you guys got anything, as always, you see it in the ticker. Drop your questions in the comments. We'll be sure to answer them. We'll go through them. Uh, If we don't cover any value you guys were interested in today, We'll uh, obviously dive into some rabbit holes, have some banter as per usual. Uh, The always important TTL announcements. And then your boys' motivation minutes for today. I'll give you a little reminder to say thank you. And maybe not uh, as you're thinking. You're thinking, what the fuck, Colton's going to tell me to say thank you? Are you kidding me? Hey, you're going to have to stick around. This one's another good one. My motivation minutes wrapping up today's show. But for now, unless, partner, you have anything else to dish out, deliver, or banter about before we get into the episode it does not look like it no sir okay my friend so i ask you and i ask you and you and everybody out there stop the drama quit the banner cut the gossip that you could go to every other sports media outlet and get you come to the ttl pod for the stone cold locks picks insights analysis rabbit holes laughs motivation but most importantly running tickets to the window with the ttl crew all day and night long so without further ado my friends my production duties are on point today it is time to get into the first segment of the day our mags best bets of the day but before we do you thought i fucking forgot to me to you over there partner and to all you beautiful people sipping the black elixir of the gods getting ready to just get nothing but stone cold picks and insights delivered your way take your sip and when you do partner you have the floor I appreciate you, my man. I'm going to kick things off with the Thursday night football game tonight here. Not here, but over in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm actually, (laughs) as you create me dreams over that coffee, I am actually heading over to the public side on this one, folks. I am taking the uh, the Patriots, the Patriots, Hmm. minus the six and a half. New team in the league. I'm getting a little chalky. What's that? New team in the league, the Patriots. The Patriots, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, so okay. I'm backing on these uh, these Pats defense here. I don't know why I'm struggling with all this Pats Patriots. I don't know if there's a little bit of a mass hole accent trying to creep in here or not, and I'm just trying to fight it. But anyways, I'm buying into this Patriots defense right now, Colton. Uh, playing incredible football right now. Fourth in the league in opponents' yards per play. 
And some of these Falcons box scores are a little fishy to me. They are 25th in the league offensively in yards per play, 25th in first downs. And guess what? The Patriots defensively are fourth in first downs allowed per game and second in the league over the last three weeks. Like I said, this defense is absolutely hawking right now. Third down, uh, excuse me, third down percentage conversion rate. Last three weeks, Patriots are third in the league defensively, while Atlanta is second to last, converting third down percentages at 26% of the time. Their offense is absolutely brutal right now. And the Patriots, again, the Patriots, the Patriots, hmm. Defense is handling business every which way you look at it on defense. Okay. Like I said, it's the public side, but I'm uh, I'm not thinking it's going to be like this past Monday night where the Rams were the massive public side getting over 80% of the money. It's not that severe of a monetary liability. Mm-hmm. I think the books are going to try and flip a little bit, trick a, little, uh, trick a few people into thinking the public is the way to fade and not the way to back. And in most spots it is, but I do not think this is the case right now. Patriots 3-1 and ATS on the road. Atlanta 0-3 ATS so far in in Atlanta, I do not think the Atlanta Falcons have any success offensively. I'm not even overreacting to the last week as far as the box scores are concerned, as far as the two blowouts are concerned. I just think this Patriots team is so much better than the Falcons right now, and they're going to get it done by at least a touchdown. I think I uh, have them predicted to win this one by 10 points. So give me the Patriots on Thursday night football on the road, minus the six and a half. I've got no concerns here. All right. Well, you kind of got me in the boat, my friend. Um, I really wanted to stay away from this all in general. I can't help but back you because I really like what you're saying as far as the the fourth down efficiency, the third down efficiency. Patriots are playing absolutely ridiculous on the defensive side of the ball. How can you not back them right now? But I have seen one too many people talking about the Patriots minus six and a half this morning, and I am just a little bit concerned that another nonsense Thursday night football uh, issue happens. You know, everybody's already talking about deja vu, deja vu. Oh my gosh, 28 to three. We remember that the FanDuel's got a boost already on it. I don't even think that's how this plays out. I think somehow, some way, maybe the Falcons sneak in the back door, but the more you talk about it, I just don't see how they're going to have any success against that Patriots defense. And maybe we got another play in regards to that Patriots defense being successful a little later on in the show. Who am I? I don't know. But that being said, Armag's first best bet of the day, New England Patriots minus six and a half. If you could be so kind, sir, as to keep this proverbial podcast train steaming on down the tracks. Alrighty, so as it so happens, and this is 100% coincidence, I promise you 100%, I did not mean to do this uh, as far as going with two Boston teams. Uh-oh. Going to the Boston University money line on the Uh-oh. old Harwood tonight wow. against Hartford. Uh, I'm blanking on these mascots. I believe Boston University is the Terriers, but yes, nonetheless, that Hartford does not— Hartford Hawks. Uh, the Hartford Hawks, okay. Hartford Hawks. Yeah. All right. So, like I said, Boston money line. This line has been jumping around a little bit. I think the books got this one wrong, partner. Just looking at some low-level teams, box scores. Both these teams have not been great so far, uh, but Boston's faced some much tougher defensive competition. As far as Ken Palm rankings overall go, Boston is 187th on Ken Palm, Hartford 249th. Uh, adjusted offensive efficiency rating, not too far difference here. Hartford 225th, but they have faced. Uh, some pretty mediocre defenses. Their average opponent defensive uh, adjusted defensive efficiency rating that they have faced is ranked at 193, while Boston offensively off- adjusted offensive efficiency is sitting at 207. So, like I said, not much of a difference. But the defenses that they have faced average uh, adjusted defensive efficiency all the way ranked down at 67th. So a top 70 uh, defensive average defensive efficiency faced for Boston. Has this one looking like it's a closer matchup if you don't look at those numbers, but 
I think Boston's going to have so much more success in this game than they have in the past few weeks. Going to have enough defense themselves to hold down Hartford the way that Hartford has struggled themselves so far this season. And I don't think this is going to be too sweaty at all. I put this at minus five in Boston uh, Boston University's favor myself if I was projecting this game myself. And this one, last I checked, was right around minus one. So I'm taking the money line just to be a little safe here. But I've got no concerns with both Boston teams. I'm taking the money line on this one, partner. Are you with me or not? 150 uh, percent the uh, the Boston U Terriers are one of my favorite mid-majors to back but so are the Hartford Hawks so I know quite a bit about both of these teams actually with that line movement bouncing back and forth I think the money line play is by far hands down the smartest play that you can make on this one and I think with some of the key numbers that you alluded to and dished out there those would be the ones that I would have pointed people towards I mentioned to you off the show I, I was interested in this one I just could, couldn't get all the way in the boat but I think I'm all the way in the boat now and ready to row gently down the stream with you my friend so uh our mag's second best bet of the day the boston u terriers money line my friend i do believe you only have two to dish out today yes sir i do i mean i might have to do a little uh just by happenstance and a little boston tea party twofer i don't know man I don't, you tell tea. me <laughs> <laughs> the Boston Tea Party twofer. Uh, speaking of speaking of something like that, another fun little uh, parlay. You might see a don't bet against Brazilians parlay coming from your Ooh. boy this weekend. Kind of popped into my head there. So, hey, stay tuned. Maybe you see a Boston Tea Party parlay. We always say play them straight regardless. So there you have it. Our mags, two best bets of the day. Anything else you need to deliberate, deliver, lay out, lay down, anything in between, my friend? No, sir, I am ready to rock and roll, get this thing rocking on ahead. All right. Well, without further ado then, my friends, it's time to get into the second segment of the day, my best bets of the day. All right. Three college basketball plays coming at you, my friends. And uh, before I get into that, quick reminder, make sure you follow us on Chalkboard. Check out our board, the Talking Line board, and hop in any of the channels that you uh, feel are worth your while. You like to talk about some stuff. We'll always be in there constantly communicating with you. We want to connect with you. We will be gradually um, shifting all of our bets and tracking over to their platform. There's just a few things that we can do on action now that they don't have, but they are quickly, fastly, in a hurry, bringing those into the forefront so follow us on the action app as well now too until we get all the way migrated over there i'm at cash underscore with underscore colt riley is at r mags in all caps you can see the daily best bets from ttl at talking the line or we do also post them on the chalkboard page as well if you don't feel like getting the action app or the chalkboard app for now i highly suggest you get the chalkboard app though like highly 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 suggest you get the chalkboard app Check out TalkingTheLine.com. You'll see the Today's Best Bets tab there. There'll be all of our daily best bets. You can actually even bet our best bets right from our website. So just gave you every possible avenue in case you miss anything on the show, any recaps, where you can see all of them. So let's get back into second segment of the day. All right, your boy, the mid-major king, live in prime time. I think I got the one here today, my friends. Was a little concerned uh, with some early money that it might turn into a uh, public dog, but it's really stayed low enough for me to have plenty of confidence in it. So, my friends, my first best bet of the day, I'm going to the matchup between the Pennsylvania, no, no, not Penn State, Pennsylvania Quakers going up against the Utah State Aggies, my friends. And it's dropped down even more, so I love the splits. I was going to tell you about it. Oh, my gosh, it's 47% of bets, 86% of money this morning, plus 9.5. My goodness. Well, they've lost the hook in our direction. They're down to 9. I caught them at 9. 
nine. The Pennsylvania Quakers plus nine are my first best bet of the day. The splits are even not too bad. Uh, it's not too crazy of a uh, public side. 65% of bets, 97% actual money wagered on this game. So you know what the sharp side is. You know where the big money's coming in. But let me tell you some reasons why as that might be. First of all, this game is not in Utah State. This is the uh, start of the Myrtle Beach Invitational. So opposite side of the country from those Utah State Aggies. And this is not a home game for them. So something you need to make note of. But something else are uh, that you need to make note of are some key factors for Penn. Their three-point shooting is going to keep them in this game. They are shooting 41.4% on the season from behind the three-point arc. And Utah State is allowing 37% on defense from a three-point field goal percentage perspective. So I think that keeps them in the game but also Penn's depth keeps them in the game. I looked into it. Utah State actually really lacks in depth. 321st in the nation in depth rating per Ken Palm compared to Penn's 88th in the nation. So they got a solid bench, and I think their 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10 guys, I've said it before, can really invest and can really get us some much-needed minutes and possible points, possible rebounds, possible assists. I think we see that today, but I also think what it comes down to, my friends, is what it comes down to in every damn college basketball game free throws. Utah State ain't worth a damn from the charity stripe right now. 68.1% for the Aggies. Penn Quakers are dropping them left, right, and center. 82% for the Quakers right now from the stripe. Give me all a pen, my friends, but you don't believe me. Believe the trends. Penn's 5-0 ATS last five following an ATS win. They are also 5-0 ATS their last five following a straight-up win of 20-plus points. They absolutely hog-walloped Lafayette 85-57 to a couple of days back, and they are not a letdown spot team. They're also 9-2 ATS their last 11 and a dog as a dog, and Utah State is 4-8 ATS their last 12 overall. I don't think this one finishes by more than six. I would honestly probably put it at plus six and a half, minus six and a half in favor of the Utah State Aggies, however you want to look at it. I think we see this one in 74-68, somewhere in that ballpark. Nice non-sweat, Penn Quakers cover. So my first best bet of the day, Penn Quakers, plus nine. I like it, my man. I think I'm interested. In it. I uh, I was already interested before the show, didn't know enough about the two teams, but I think you got me sided over. I'll be back in that one with you. Gimme, give gimme give three-point shooting, a little bit of depth, and a little bit of free throws gets us the cover. I'm not saying oh, they win it outright. Throws, 82, man. Woo. But they get us the cover. All right, so first best bet of the day. How about we keep it steaming? Second best bet of the day. Going to the matchup between the Ohio State Buckeyes against the Xavier Holy shit, what are the Xavier? What oh. Musketeers. Musketeers, that's right. Goodness gracious. I oh, got to get back in action here. I'm sorry, my friends. I claim to be the mid-major king. Well, these aren't mid-major teams. <laughs> yeah, Big Ace and Big Ten. So, hey, get the hell out of here. All right, that being said, my friends, my best bet on the board today from this matchup, I'm taking Ohio State minus two and a half. Actually opened up at minus one and a half, and you might be thinking that, oh, my gosh, this is going to be a public side. Au contraire, my friends. This actually this morning was getting about 81% of bets, 84% of money. So I was like, oh, gosh, I don't know. But I really feel like this is the Michigan State side of things. And I thought maybe by the time I come on the show, that'll drop and it'll look a little bit less public. Well, my goodness, certainly it is, my friends. The public's starting to buy into Xavier, about 37% of bets. But they're only drawing 22% actual money wagered on this game. I do not think you have to worry about this being a public side with Ohio State. We mentioned it yesterday with Michigan State. I see this game going almost the exact same way in favor of Ohio State here for today, like it did 
did for Sparty. But you don't believe me, I got a couple of key trends, a couple of key things that you guys need to take note of as to why this is going to fall in favor of the Buckeyes. They're overall just the better team. Per Ken Palm, ninth in adjusted offensive efficiency and 40th in adjusted defensive efficiency. Compared to that to Xavier, 33rd in offensive adjusted offensive efficiency and 45th in adjusted defensive efficiency. Tempo is going to be another thing here. They're pretty doggone close, but Ohio State goes a little bit slower. Honestly, just one play a game, but they're 293rd in the nation in tempo compared to Xavier's 246th. So I watched the game between Ohio State and Bowling Green, I actually took Bowling Green, and it was so interesting to me how Ohio State was able to push and pull the tempo. A lot of times they would take their time on defense, they would work it, but when they knew they had the opportunity, they got on the break. They made it move. And I think that's what we see here from uh, from Ohio State going against Xavier today. The other thing that I see uh, being the difference is just Ohio State being the point-blank better shooting team. They're shooting 49.4% from the field right now, 36.1% from behind the arc. That is uh, 55th and 107th in the nation. Compare that to Xavier, 39th from the or 39% from the field and 25% field goal from behind the three-point arc. That is 301st and 332nd, respectively, on offense. So Ohio State is by far and away the better team. I think this is a bit of an overreaction line because of how slow they have started the season, but I think they got over that hump. We talked about it pre-show, partner. If Bowling Green, that game with Bowling Green would have been like a single-digit win, we'd have been talking about Xavier in this spot, but they absolutely fucking cooked them, and it made me look dumb as all hell with my mid-major crown on the line. So, I'm not making that mistake again. We're taking Ohio State minus two, but you don't believe me, believe the trends. I'm a poet, and I didn't even know it. O- Ohio State, 9-1 ATS last 10 road games, 9-2 ATS last 11 following a straight-up win, 6-2 ATS last 8 following an ATS win. Xavier, 1-4 ATS last 5 overall. Both teams have played inferior competition. Both teams have kind of a little bit of a lackluster start. I think we see a little bit of a regression from Xavier or kind of remain the same. And I think this is when we see the Buckeyes take right to fuck off. So second best bet of the day, Ohio State Buckeyes minus two and a half. I love it, my man. I will absolutely be backing you with you on this one. Uh, I think it is identical to last night. And in addition to people kind of thinking that Ohio State isn't that team because of what they started. The Big Ten as a whole, 90% of the conference has at least ATS and a couple of straight-up spots has been a little rough. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's the case that we have here. I think this line is, uh, like you said, over-exaggerated. And another thing as far as what Butler had last night as far as the home court advantage, uh, I think that's going to be Big a little time. respect as far as this line is concerned. or mm-hmm. They have given some respect there. And <laughs> it is a great home field advantage, but like we've said, hasn't been that big of a difference and as great as Butler was home field advantage or home court advantage excuse me last mm-hmm. night it didn't matter at all give us the Buckeyes I am with you my man no doubt let's let's go dude that's what I'm talking about let me see what Xavier is not the worst honestly 158th in the nation per Ken Palm and home court advantage so not uh, we don't have to really stress about that all too much I think uh like you said man I don't think it plays too much into it and we're, we're good to rock and roll I think they get might get this done by double digits just like Michigan State did yeah, and there's not much travel either. I mean, it's a in-state rivalry, so big time, big time. So there you go, there you have it. Second best bet of the day. One more, third best bet, third and final best bet coming from me, my friends. I'm going to the matchup between the Marquette Golden Eagles and the Ole Miss Rebs, and I'm taking the Marquette Golden Eagles plus four. I'd be all right with this down to plus three. Wouldn't take it lower than plus three, but I am pretty doggone confident that this is going to be a tight game. And there's some really key reasons why. And no, it is not an overreaction because I'm an Illinois fan and I saw Marquette beat 
Illinois as underdogs, as seven and a half point underdogs, actually. I'm not overreacting to that. I think Marquette is a very, 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 very good team. And I think anytime you get them in an underdog spot, you have to back them. There is a reason that the books are making this line so low. And I would think that a lot of people are going to be like, oh, this should be Ole Miss minus seven, minus eight. They're a much better team. They're going to hang 80. Oh, contraire, my friends. I don't think that's going to be the Ole Miss style game we see here today. Now, not to mention, this just feels like the reincarnation of Shaka Smart. Um, he started. They started off a little bit slow. Obviously, terrible bounce out of Texas. Uh, the uh, early bounce out of the uh, tournament last year. Then they fire his ass. Now he's in Marquette. I just feel like this is the reincarnation of Shaka. He doesn't have the fro, but he doesn't have a bald head. So he's right in the middle of that, and I think that's the perfect fucking Shaka we need to have, my friends. <laughs> Call me crazy, but that's what I'm thinking. This is also the, the start of the Charleston classic so again not in Mississippi if this was in Mississippi I'd probably be taking Ole Miss minus the four but it's the start of these invitational tournaments and I really think you have to take the dog in this spot a couple of key reasons as to why Marquette's defense is what's going to keep them in this game they're 64th in adjusted defensive efficiency per Ken Palm and Ole Miss has not played anybody on that level so far they played Charleston Southern who's 255th in adjusted defensive efficiency and New Orleans who's 337th in adjusted to defensive efficiency. Last time I checked, 64th is a far cry from both of those numbers. Give me Marquette's D to step up here today, my friends. Uh, once again, not going to be a day that Ole Miss is going to score those 80-plus, 85-plus. Fuck, I don't even see them maybe breaking 75 or 70. This might be a lot tighter than any of us are expecting, and I think it's because the tempo lies in favor of the Golden Eagles. Marquette, 49th in the nation in tempo. Ole Miss, 212th in the nation in tempo. Both of those per Ken Palm right now. I think Marquette gets out, pushes the pace, might even fuck around and get an early lead and put the pressure on Mississippi to, okay, yeah, maybe they got the two three-point win, but I don't think they're going to run away with this at any point in time. You don't believe me, my friends. Believe the trends. Marquette is 4-1 ATS last five as a pooch, and Ole Miss, 1-5 ATS. ATS last six neutral site games and one in five ATS last six as a neutral site favorite. Not to mention, found this nugget might be worth a money line sprinkle. Ole Miss, 0-5 straight up last five against Big East Conference teams. Call me crazy, but I love the Marquette Golden Eagles plus four for my third and final best bet of the day. I see that knocked your fucking socks off at the end there. I like that one, my man. I was already interested in this one without a doubt. I mean, uh, we're obviously pretty close to Illinois, and we watched uh, we watched some of that game, have a lot of people that talked about that game, and mm. everyone, I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, Illinois just looks so sloppy. That's why they lost that game. There's a reason why they were sloppy. It's because, uh, you know, Shaka Smart, his MO is that his teams wreak havoc, and I think that's what we're going to see here tonight. So yeah. I like that it, my man. That was my exact point, man, and, and I wanted to close it on that. I'm so glad you did. We're always right on the same fucking page with this. Like, Shaka pushes and pulls the pace at will, and we watched that with Illinois, and that got Illinois completely off their game. He does that against Ole Miss. They're going to be off their game, and you're not going to see those 80-plus scores, and I think this might be a... 72-68, or probably 72-70. We obviously want to cover no shit. So 72-70, I kind of see it somewhere right in that ballpark, or maybe even 69-68, something just goofy as all hell that people aren't expecting. So there you go. There you have it. My three best bets of the day. Partner, let's keep it uh, moving, keep it grooving. We did a uh, dollop of vanilla, dollop of chocolate, 
into this podcast Sunday. Now we need uh, a little bit of, well, what do you like? You like bananas? You like strawberries? You like blueberries? What the fuck you put in the ice cream? Uh, outside uh, of like some sprinkles and whipped cream. I was going to say, not a, uh, I guess maybe a little strawberry, but not a, not a big fruit fan in my okay. ice cream. Unless okay. a little well, bit hey, of... maybe a little chocolate fudge. We'll do a little chocolate okay. fudge and some okay. caramel on top right now. Okay, sure, so we sure, got the, sure, sure. we now have the, talking my language. We, we have the caramel about yeah. to be flooded into this proverbial podcast Sunday mm-hmm. with the third segment of the day, my friends. The board bender parlay. Oh my goodness, my friends. We were sitting here talking about it this morning. I said, partner, what the fuck do we call this thing? I said, yep. The board bender? He says, damn, I actually really like that. Let's do it. So, we on Thursdays from here on out, because those doggone tutties, I want them so bad, and I think that I know them every single time, and then we end up just getting screwed, somebody falling down on the two, and then they take him out and put the other running back in, and what the fuck, and then we never get another opportunity. So, a little less sweat involved with these. Still sweat involved, but little less sweat here. We can control some variables. So, my friends, four legs on the board bender parlay for this beautiful Thursday's special play. First leg, we're going to the college football slate. Again, uh, if I didn't mention this, yeah, I didn't mention this, we're going to go from, uh, we take a play from each one of the slates on tap. So NBA, college basketball, college football, NFL, and hockey. Today we're going to skip hockey because there's some pretty doggone tricky lines and we do not want to lose the first one. We want to get this to the pay window. We are confident it is doing so. So listen up. First leg from the college football slate. Lone game on tap. Louisville Cardinals, Duke Blue Devils. We're taking the Duke Blue Devils plus 20 and a half. This line is an overreaction and a half from Louisville beating the absolute doors off of Cuse last week. I think Cuse came a little bit back down to earth. We see them rebound this week, but that's neither here nor there. Duke Blue Devils have been hard to play against the road or uh, when they play at home. They're four and one against the number. So I think they keep that rocking and rolling. We see them move to five and one here tonight. Now, partner, I'll let you fill in any spaces I leave out, but I'll keep the legs rocking and rolling. Second leg of the day, going to the college basketball slate. We're going to take the Boise State Broncos going up against the St. Bonaventure Bonnies. We're getting them at plus four and a half. Line open up at six and a half, slam down to four and a half, and I might even see it going to three and a half or even two and a half here today. There's something going on in St. Bonaventure. I don't know. There's no reason for that line to be dropping like that. Give us the Boise State Broncos plus four and a half, second leg on the board bender parlay. Third leg, we're going to the NBA slate. Going to the game between the Los Angeles Clippers and the Memphis Grizzlies. And this line stinks to high heaven, my friends. So we are going to take the Memphis Grizzlies plus one or minus one. Wherever you're seeing it, we're comfortable with it because we think they get this win outright by at least two. It's fishy as all hell. They flip the Clippers to dogs on some other books, and it makes no type of sense. It's a setup and a half. We think the Grizzlies get enough to get it done here on Thursday night. Last but certainly not least. Fourth and final leg, NFL game. The Patriots and the Falcons. Not taking a side, not taking a total. Fuck, we ain't even going for yardages. We ain't going nothing. We're going nice and easy. I told you a little while ago we might be having a play based on how good that Patriots defense is. So our fourth and final leg. We're going Matt Ryan. One interception, so over a half, or if you can just get it one plus whatever, we got it at minus 160 odds. He has thrown eight picks in nine games so far this year. I think he keeps that trend rocking and rolling, especially against this Patriots defense that has all of a sudden caught fire, and especially in prime time. So those four legs, partner, I'll let you once again segue anything that I might have left out here, parlayed up 
plus 1,007 odds. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gracious. Put your little 10 spot down. You can get your little hundo in return. Let's get this son of a beach to the pay window. Partner, anything I left out on the board bender parlay? You nailed just about everything I could. The only thing I think I will add as far as the Grizzlies, uh, as to uh, aside from that just being a fishy line, put up a lot of points in their last game out. I think it was 136. Another team that's, uh, we love them a lot, but it's another team that's kind of ebb and flow type team when you want to back them. Mm. When you see them start to put up those points, they are definitely a team to look at. And these Clippers, I mean, the record looks great. Uh, they've come, won straight up for the last five, but against some... You know, they just beat the Spurs. I don't know what the Spurs are Hammer, right New now. Mexico. Lost to our Bulls. What's that? I'm, I'm sorry. Hammer, New Mexico. Hammer, oh. New Mexico. Hammer, New Mexico. Hammer, New Mexico. Hammer, New Mexico. I'll tell you why in a minute, but continue. Sorry, sir. Uh, I was about done. Tell us why we're hammering New Mexico. Uh, just because I saw somebody hammering the absolute mess out of um, out, out of out of uh, the opposite side, out of Davidson, based on this movement, and I think it's Fugazi <laughs> as fuck. Um, this actually opened up as New Mexico State, the plus two and a half dogs. Now they're up to minus two and a half favorites. Hmm. Complete flip. Uh, currently getting 55% of bets, 51% of actual money. That was going to be a lean of mine, but this game starts at 11 o'clock, so I wanted to be... Uh, with it. Yeah, you think so? For sure. Yeah, I'm going to as well. There, uh, There's no reason that I don't need to. So yeah, uh, there's there's the extra one. So hey, always hammering <laughs> in live on the show here, my friends. This game does start at 11 o'clock, so if you're watching live, we are going to back New Mexico State minus two and a half. There you go. There you have it. Put it in for a nice little half a unit banger. There we go. Yeehaw. All right. Let me uh, make sure I stick that in the slip, too, in case anybody wanted to check her out. Oh, and it's getting the juice across most books on DraftKings right now. It's not getting the juice. It's at 105. Let's go. Let's go, dude. Okay, sorry uh, to interrupt there, but I thought that was some value we needed to add on to the slip. <laughs> no, most definitely, because you and I were both looking at that probably the last yeah. two hours. Yeah. Uh, also, that Boise State game is kicking off, I believe, uh, one o'clock. a couple hours. Yeah, a couple hours. So get that one in as far as the parlay in as yep. well. Yeah, so one more time. The board bender parlay, Duke Blue Devils plus 20 and a half, Boise State Broncos plus four and a half, Memphis Grizzlies plus one or minus one. We're comfortable either way. Don't want to get on the money line. Uh, Sig's going to be all goofy anyway. So Grizzlies plus one, minus one. And then Matt Ryan over 0.5, a half of an interception. Or if you find it on your book, Matt Ryan one plus interception. Either way, parlayed up for 1,007 odds. The last time we checked, there you go. There you have the board bender parlay of the day. Okay. Well, without further ado, we might as well just keep it on rolling and get all of today's best bets of the day recapped for you here, my friends. So we got five straight plays coming at you and one special play. Uh, let me get the old page loaded up here. It decided, oh, hey, I don't want to be loaded up anymore when you decide you're going to use me and I'm going to be the slowest thing you've ever seen in my entire life. I've never seen this page work this slow before, but now it is in in action. Okay, so we're ready to pre so my friends, without further ado, please rip out your sports books, pull out your pens and paper or maybe pencils if you're an accident prone human being like yours truly or also Mr. Magnuson especially over there. Either way, we do not judge here at the TTL pod. <laughs> we just want to make sure you don't fuck anything up. So without further ado, 
the TTL crew's best bets of the day for this gorgeous Thursday of bets are now live on your screen. Haven't mentioned it in a while, but be who you can afford to be. All of our straight plays are one unit plays. Again, whatever that is to you, make it your one unit and stick to it. You see above us. My best bets of the day. Three coming at you. I'm taking the Pennsylvania Quakers, plus nine. The Ohio State Buckeyes, minus two and a half. And the Marquette Shaka Smart Golden Eagles, plus four. Okay, with that one down to plus three. You see it on the opposite side of that, right side of your screen, top right, our Mags picks of the day. He's got two coming at you. Uh, not as well, but uh, just two in addition. Patriots, minus six and a half. Tonight, against the Atlanta Falcons, and he's taking the Boston University Terriers money line. You might also see a little two-leg, two-for-Boston Tea Party parlay. Who knows? Stay tuned for that. But below all of those picks, you see the parlay not pop off. It is now the Uh, board bender parlay, the Thursday board bender parlay. We're taking the Boise State Broncos plus four and a half, the Memphis Grizzlies plus one and a half, or plus one, the Duke Blue Devils plus 20 and a half, and Matt Ryan over a half interception or one plus interceptions wherever you see it on your book. Let's get these five Six plays straight to the pay window and our bank rolls loaded with nothing but bills. But before we can do that, I need you to lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down, whatever you need to say. Just make sure you get today's TTL crew best bets of the day that are primed for ticket cashing. And at whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book. Yo, dude, I'm really going to have to have a conversation with this graphics intern. What the fuck are we doing? We got to sit him down, man. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was a brand new addition to the show. He wasn't he wasn't prevy. He wasn't present in our in our executive meeting. He was just outside. So it's all right. We'll just have a conversation with him. No problem. Yeah, no harm. Yeah. No foul. It is what it is. So there you go. There you have it, my One friends. One strike law. One hey, strike in your One out. strike. I think that's like uh, strike number 30. But hey, either way, no problem. We ain't worried about it. All that being said, <laughs> there are all of the TTL crew's best bets of the day. Now we have one final guest who has some bets to dish out. That is the cubicle objects that go by the money line dice, the all-knowing money line dice. So let's kick off the second half of the show. Apologize there, my friends. Kick off the second half of the show with today's money line dice roll of the day. Now, told you at the top of the show. We, uh, or not we, it's the dice. We're targeting the NBA matchup between the San Antonio Spurs and the Minnesota Timberwolves. And my friends, if you could, uh, not my friends, partner, I was looking, uh, had to look, I thought for a second something uh, fucked up, but it looks all good. Um, If you could be so kind, my friend, to uh, indulge me and indulge the kind viewers out there. What's the line on this? Who's the favorite? Uh, What's our total? And uh, just make the dice aware so they know exactly what they need to be selecting. Alrighty, so we are in Minnesota for this matchup. The T-Wolves uh-huh. are the home team, laying uh-huh. two and a half points at home against mm-hmm. the San Antonio Spurs. Two nineteen and a half is the total. Uh, money line sitting right around minus one thirty-five for the Wolves, one twenty or so for the Spurs. Okie dokie, Artichoke. And one more time on that total. Uh, two nineteen and a half. Okay, so it stuck the same. I thought it did. All right. Perfect. I just didn't have the other page flipped. It was on the opposite side. So there we go. Let's get into the Moneyline Dice roll of the day. Now, will we be taking the home team, Minnesota Timberwolves, or the away team, 
San Antonio Spurs. We soon find out in three, in two, in one. Away, 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 away. I've got no true thoughts on this one, so I'm ready to submit I don't either. the dice one way or another. Away, okay, next one up, money line or ATS. Damn, why does it look so good today? Why is it so clear? Money line, ATS, all right. We all find out in three, in two, in one. ATS, 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 ATS. Nope, no bullshit okay. you. Straight up, ATS. You see the ATS. There you go. So there you have it. Spurs plus two and a half, unofficial? Unofficial. Third and final roll. Well, maybe. Depending on how these dice want to act here today. The wild card die. Will they be going to the total? Will they be doubling down or do they say, boys, we need a re-roll? We all once again. Find out. In three. In two. In one. Oh, it's under the thing, but hold on. Hold uh, on. I see an uh, O. I see an O. It isn't over. Okay. It isn't over. All Damn, right. that sucker almost fell off of the table. Like, I'm talking about the dice might have just grown some arms and stuck onto the table and said, we can't let this one pass us by. They got to have the over. Okay. Okay. I like it. Hey, thank you, dice. Get hot, dice. Come on, dice. Get hot. The dice have spoken! If you want a guaranteed take two tickets to the window tonight, no questions, no qualms, no quarries, not from us, me, or him, but from the all-knowing cubicle objects we refer to as the Moneyline Dice. Hammer in right here, right now. San Antonio Spurs plus two and a half and over 219 and a half. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. I do like it. I said I didn't have any true thoughts, but I'll be. Uh, now that they said it, I like it. Hey, I'm not opposed, man. What do you think? How's that for your uh, ASMR feeling this morning? Oh, feeling beauty. good? Not too bad? Unbelievable. All right. Well, sleep well, sweet prince. We will uh, catch you on tomorrow's show. No more bullshit, huh? Why don't you just get back into action? We start cashing ticks with you guys again. Uh, we haven't like had it. them on Friday shows, so that might. In uh... the week with a nice solid 2 0 capper. I like Need the way it. you're thinking. Like the way you're thinking. Okay, one more time. San Antonio Spurs plus two and a half. And the over two, 19 and a half. Okay, my friends. Well, that does it for the Moneyline Dice roll. Semi kicked off the second half of the show, but we need to officially kick off the second half of the show now. Lean on back. Get a little refill on your liquids if you need to. Get ready to talk some shit and dive into rabbit hole after rabbit hole as we start things off with our mag sidebar on the second half of the show. Hey, partner, anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul, you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 166 of the Talking the Line podcast on this BEA beautiful November 18th in the year 2021. All right, partner, not too crazy here. Real quick. So FanDuel's got some interesting, and they've had it every single week. It's not boosts. It's like week 11 special plays, okay, for the NFL. We talked about lines yesterday. Mm-hmm. Interesting, tough lines. I'm interested if you want to call out um, fishy, fooey, or maybe you're actually interested in these uh, little specials here, a little, uh, you know, interesting FanDuel cooked up their own little parlays with so themselves, little, I guess. So a little smash or pash, you're asking. Smash or pass. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Very good. Okay. So uh, Let let's them. see, we've we've got Lions, Browns, Swift, DeAndre Swift, and Nick Chubb to combine for two hundred plus rushing yards at plus two fifty. Smash, but the Smash. odds scare me. The odds scare odds the fuck scary. out of okay. me. Um, 
I thought that DeAndre Swift was going to be bottled up last week. I mean, uh-huh. a ground and pound, dirty, nasty, fucking I didn't see water it. He had a nice game. Day, right? He had a beautiful game. He sliced and diced the Steelers' defense, man. So, plus 250, that scares me a little bit because both of those guys burn. Now, is Chubb, Chubb's 100% back, right? So I don't know if that's beneficial. I mean, mm. obviously, I would wait until, obviously, yeah, Chubb yeah. is back or not. But, you know. I would say smash. I would Kano, say Kareem smash. Hunt. Kareem Hunt is still out. And what we I would say already, smash. Yeah, because what we've already seen that I, uh, as a fantasy owner of Dearness Johnson, when it's no Kareem Hunt but Nick Chubb is in, it's not much of a split there, right? So I think it's going to be all Chubb if he is in. So that's one. As far as tonight, Ramondre Stevenson Ooh, and Jacoby Myers – both to score a touchdown plus five hundred. I'm out on that one. Uh, I believe Damian Harrison or Damian Harris is back tonight. Yeah, but Ramondre might get the goal line work. He did look Possibly. a little bit better okay. than Brandon around the goal line, so he might overtake Brandon. I think he's a better back than Brandon. Um, nothing against Brandon Bolden. I think he's a sick ass back too. But I think Ramondre, even though he's a rookie, I think he's got a shot to get in. Um, and then the other one is the right it was receiver, Kobe Myers. Kobe Myers. Um, that makes it tough. That's a shot in the dark. I mean, if that was like... I don't like those odds, actually. No, no. If it was like Ramondre and Hunter Henry... Mm. No, no. And those that odds, you would have, we, so we might be So if we would have done a two-for-tutty, two, uh, two would that have been your two choices, Ramondre and Hunter Henry? I'd have probably done Damian and Hunter Henry, but like Damian okay. just seems too too easy right like yeah. he's coming back off a concussion oh yeah he's gonna get right in no problem but then really, again uh. it was really interesting this morning i saw on at least DraftKings, uh Ramondre and harris were both like minus 115 to score a touchdown which was oh no kidding i don't so know maybe yeah, maybe we're kind of uh both on the right track maybe they do both get in but i don't know Okay, here's one I am actually really interested in: Bears, uh-huh. Ravens, Fields oh, or Lamar. So Fields or Lamar Jackson to have seventy plus rushing yards at plus one hundred. So it's an or situation. So fuck. just one of them to have seventy plus rushing yards plus or plus one hundred. Just plus a hundo. Plus one hundred. Yep. I don't know how broken. Uh, fuck, because I think the Bears defense can limit him if anything. Um, if they do anything, they're going to limit his rushing. That's the only thing the fucking Bears team can do right now. Um, oh, and I did Justin Fields. Uh, you know how much of a fucking homer I am there. I'm going to say smash. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say smash. Okay. I think it's like worthwhile. To, I personally, because it intrigues me because I'm a big Lamar fan, so I got to see what they've been doing at least total-wise. Uh, this one, I know, I don't know if you'll be interested in smashing, but it'll at least get you thinking. Cam okay. Newton to have 50-plus rushing. T- uh, smash. Smash. 50 plus rushing yards Superman's and back, to smash. score a touchdown. Plus 250. Superman's back. Smash. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> 50 plus in the tutty. 150%, dude. I think, I think, um, I, it, by what rules does, you know, I'm, I'm a huge Pan- Panthers fan. They're like my uh-huh. secondary team in the NFL or the NFC. Um, what rule is kind of saying is basically for now, there's going to be two packages or like multiple packages that they're going to have, and PJ and Cam are going to rotate out. Because it's funny, in the presser last week, Cam got asked, so how much of the playbook did you really know? And he just simply point blank, only way Cam can, he just two touchdowns worth. <laughs> just glossed over right to the yeah. Yeah, right to the next question. So uh, I think that with those odds too, I think you're getting that favorable of odds just because like, is Superman really back? And I think he is. I 50 plus and a touchdown, that's reasonable enough for me. Smash. 250. I'm interested to see what his just straight up touchdown odds are. First of all, I mean, For if sure. that's like plus 200, then it's like just take the touchdown, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I would say 
because I am interested as well. So this one, I am actually interested in Packers, Vikings, Justin Jefferson and Devontae Adams to combine for 175 receiving yards at plus 150. Depends on if Harrison Smith is back. Um, because Rodgers made a statement uh, yesterday about how uh, Mike Zimmer has always been the one coach that has the smarts enough to continuously change his defense when he plays Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. And he gave him credit to being one of the only coaches that like still truly confuses him from time to time. Like he'll be in a drop back, like, wait, what the fuck are these guys in? Like he fully out- outright admitted it to it. So I think your guy gets it done. I think for sure, like 175. If it was 150, I mean, I'd be all over it. I've seen like so Adams, 172. I, was, <laughs> like, so I actually sucks. really like it. Adams has been rough as far as touchdowns go. Not rough. I mean, they just haven't. People have been just blanketing him in the red yeah. zone, but he is yeah, yeah. still like top three in yardage. And yeah. uh, I like you said. I mean. Sometimes that works, though. Sometimes it doesn't. Like last year, week one in Minnesota, the Packers put up like 40-plus, and Devontae Adams had a hell of a game. I know the Vikings came into Lambeau and beat us, but mm. I'm at least interested in those yards like that. But that's about all I got. Uh, there was a couple more, but I was uh, less interested in. But, hey, I, I'm interested in at least uh, seeing how those ones go, and maybe they're all flops. Maybe they've got some juice to them. Who knows? I'm not 100% pass on it. I'm about fifty percent on that. I'm about man. I'm about sixty forty on that. I I just one seventy five just seems too good. Like if it was if it was like two fifty, well if it was like one fifty, I would be in the boat. But like two fifty would be uh, it would be like oh shit. Okay, maybe it deserves those fucking odds. But one seventy five with those odds, it just seems too easy for those boys. Like both Justin Jefferson and Devontae. But hey, what the fuck do I know? That might be worthwhile. So I'm 60-40 on that one. Um, but I do, that you're speaking of NFL, uh, went through, made my uh, preliminary um, looks, leans, whatever. Um, Houston plus 10.5. I just don't think that Tennessee needs to be favored by 10.5, but don't quote me on that. We'll look into it. Uh, Philly, Philadelphia Eagles, minus 1.5. Uh, that just like that, that stinks to fucking high heaven. There's like, what the fuck? You're telling me Philadelphia's... The two points worse than fucking Tennessee. Like, come on, give me, give me a break. Like, they're, they're going to absolutely dog walk the Saints for some reason, and I think it's because of how bad Trevor Simeon. Shout out newbie talks. Uh, so kindly pointed me in the direction of his road splits, four and eleven on the road in his career. Yikes. Uh, Minnesota plus two and a half. I do like. I think one way or another, this finishes by one or two. I think you see a shades of a fucking Bengals game, like you saw before. I think it's going to be a Looks little like bit it's of nonsense. Dropped to one and a half. Yeah, there you go. It's not going to be a fucking runaway. I think it's going to be kind of crazy. And with that movement, I know you hate to see it, but being a betting man, Mags, you know that sometimes uh-huh. mean that's an hey. outright win. So <laughs> hey. we'll see like what I happens. Said, though, I mean, you mentioned the Bengals game. I've said it all season long. I will be lying. I'm lying if I would say I'm not scared. Of, uh, well, if there was any game that I thought they they were gonna fucking win, it was it was that Seahawks game. I thought that why I thought so strongly about that is I thought Aaron was finally gonna make a fuck like a pick six. It was gonna be something crazy like that, and he threw that interception. It just so happened to be on you guys' own ten yard line. Like I saw him doing something crazy like that and throwing it up. And yeah, he talked about it on the McAfee show. Shout out our boys uh, over there, Hammer Don and the PMI. Um, he talked about it on the McAfee show as like. Well, yeah, I just gave him that one. Whatever. I'm like, of course, he just gave him that one. I mean, it was a pretty, pretty bullshit. Well, no, but yeah, I, mean, I, I kind of saw that happen. It was happen. a bad throw. It was like as far because like Jamal Adams did the championship belt when they were down. And yeah, like, yeah. Historically, anytime ridiculous. that happens, that's just a bad idea. Yeah, not not <laughs> good at all. Not good at all. Yeah, you probably shouldn't do that at all. Um, all of that being said, I am very interested in Minnesota, especially with that movement. Um, 
two of my darlings who I think I just need to sit back and watch. Washington football team, Carolina, lines at three and a half. I want the Panthers so fucking bad, but I know as soon as I get onto them, football team's going to be that team. And then as yeah. soon as I take the football team out of the grave, they're going to kick us in the dick again. So I really don't care to do that. Looks um, like it's dropping a three, though. Fuck. Okay. Looks maybe like we talk. Maybe we talk about football team. I don't know. Maybe we talk about football team. Uh, two sharp plays that um, I the money is just blowing me away right now. Jacksonville plus six and a half, and the Raiders plus one. Very interested in both of those plays. I think that this Las Vegas Raiders plus one is an overreaction and a half because of them losing yeah. to Kansas City. They're at home again. The Bengals are broke as a joke. The one thing the Raiders can do is generate pressure. Now. They don't blitz at a high rate, which is absolutely insane, and that's why you didn't see them generate a lot of pressure against the Kansas City Chiefs last week because that is how you beat Patrick Mahomes is throw fucking five, six, seven guys at him at a time, and he can't do that scrambling around bullshit, and we've seen it already this year. So that being said, they just don't do that. But if there's any team where they don't need to blitz that much and I think they still get a shitload of pressure, it's against the shitty-ass Bengals offensive line. They get Joe Burrow blown up left, right, and center 10 days a week, and, uh, you know, it, it's absolutely crazy. So I'm interested in them. I'm also interested in the Jacksonville Jags plus six and a half. That was fucking tripping me out. I know. these. I'm, I'm interested in these. I, I'm, like, still trying to figure out what my confidence level is. The Jaguars have been playing not bad lately. Three out of the last four games they've covered, so I'm yeah, yeah. also interested in it, as crazy as it sounds, but we'll have to see. Yeah. As far as the Jags, I, they're still just that. The Jags just, going yeah, Jags. exactly. I, I, I can't get over it. Uh, last two would probably be my favorite so far uh, that I have not locked in, but I do. I'm about 75% in the boat. Seattle plus two and a half, Dallas plus two and a half. I think that Seattle line is an overreaction, just what happened in Green Bay. They're back in Seattle. They welcome in what I'm still anticipating with this line not being higher. Kyler's going to be out, and I would not be surprised if D-Hop is out. Why risk it? Why put him in a situation when you have your bye next week and you can come out of the bye 150% healthy? I think that they're going to end up sitting them, and I think you want to scoop this up at two and a half because if it officially comes out, because they're being really fucking fishy about it right now, 100%. If you watch yeah. the interviews, it is fishy as all shit. So I would get this hammered in at two and a half because I think by Friday's injury reports, this son of a bitch is going to go up to at least four and a half. I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think I agree with you. I am very interested in it. That was one that I'm like just leaning towards staying away, but I think yep. you're on the right side if you're taking the Seahawks. Yeah, I think it's just a, it's one of them sharp plays, the back door, like how we had the Saints last week too. Um, and then Dallas plus two and a half. I think Kansas City is still just the fucking public starling, and I uh, I think this is the books fucking with the public right now. Like, hey, so. you guys should take Dallas because you would absolutely rake us over the fucking coals, but none of you are going to because you think the Chiefs are back. So uh, Dallas plus two and a half, I think my be my best bet of the weekend yeah we'll see we'll see obviously uh not going to give away any uh college football anything like that but i do have a full slate of college football here and oh wouldn't you know it i got a full slate of ufc as well oh baby locked and loaded your boy is over here now i will be and if you haven't seen them dishing all of those out early on chalkboard i know you probably saw it last night partner when i was uh doing my sec I don't want to say preliminary research. It's like the secondary of the preliminary, whatever the fuck that is. Tertiary, I guess. That's the third. I, I don't really know what it is, actually. I just, I, I continually grow my plays and shit as the week goes along. Start about Sunday night, and then about Thursday, we have everything officially locked in. So. Well, sorry to cut you off. Someone no, no. was like, hey, man, you're a little too early for us. Well, 
was like, uh, well, that's that's why we cash the fucking ticket, papa. That's what we do. So uh, I will drop them all in our chalkboard boards, whether if it's it'll be in uh, talking CFB, if it's uh, and and that was you could tell that right because I put those emojis in there, like try to do like a little college and then a football, like you can tell like the like how I put like a little oh. building. Like uh, yeah, as far okay. as the building, uh, that one yeah. probably slipped over my head, honestly. Fuck. All right. Well, because I was trying to like, I, I don't know how to like signify. Then it's like fucking because like then I could just put a football, but like if you're just looking at that, like then it's just fucking. It's well, you just, got CFB on we there. Have, Well, yeah, but it's just it's easier if you just see a quick little emoji. So if you see the building, that indicates a fucking college. If you look at it, it looks like it looks like the old Bone Student Center. Or uh, it, I see it now. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, hundred percent. There you go. So uh, that's if you're wondering what the fuck is that building? That's it to indicate a college. I typed in college, and that's what the fucking emojis gave me. So Fair there enough. you go. There you have it. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so yeah, jump in there, man. We will always. Uh, I'll be dropping my early plays. Whatever I uh, jump in, like obviously I'll say these are leans. These are all early. Alarm, alarm, alarm. I am not hammering these in yet chill out everybody be cool um but i will drop those in there and then um we go back and forth all night long we're in there to communicate with you to chat with you guys talk some shit i even made a whole channel literally called talking underscore shit so you want to come in cuss us out call us the greatest <laughs> fucking gamblers in the world you want to say that we're stupid as all hell because we took this side and you're taking the side come on let's have some fun let's have a blast or if you just got something in general you just want to drop down that has nothing to do with any of the sports mags what the fuck is your favorite color bro like what if maybe somebody wants to buy you a fucking scarf because they're going to see you on wednesdays and you're getting a little bit cold and they want to know what the fuck your favorite color is i don't know man what i do know is the chalkboard is open the talking line board and we got channels for fucking days pal so we've already been in contact with the merchandise department seems to me that we have some very solid fucking channels we're starting to grow day by day already partner look we got some new members into the channel into the board keep coming on in everybody is welcome again download the chalkboard hq app at chalkboard hq on twitter uh check it all out and then uh dive in our boards and there's loads of other boards also check out my guy blake's uh that's who you're shouting out uh check out my guy blake's potd board uh always the best bets in there a bunch of guys from across the industry just come in and dump their plays so i'm a huge fan of chalkboard been using it for a few months now just playing around with it and they are um doing basically a beta service right now that uh we were so fortunate enough to be kind of uh, grandfathered in, grouped in. I uh, had some conversations back in August, September uh, with some of their, uh, well, I'll shout them out, Ted Miles uh, and, and Andrew Gauss too. Um, Ted is Ted is a uh, one in a million kind of guy. He's a special fucking kind of guy. And we actually got some plans uh, to have him on Wise Words. Not necessarily talk so much about gambling, but starting a business in this industry and um, being a young entrepreneur and kind of that perspective uh, and stuff and like talk about the market. I mean, we were having, we were talking about some market analysis. I had a phone call with him a couple of days ago and we were talking about this market analysis and this shit this dude was going on and on about. I'm like, okay, other motherfuckers need to know about this. Like, this is really important shit. So we talked about that. I was like, dude, let's have you on an episode of Wise Words. So stay tuned for that. Uh, all encompassing that chalkboard rabbit hole. Shout out our guy, Ted. All that being said, uh, anything else uh, I didn't cover? You guys know about Wise Words. No episode yesterday, obviously. We didn't stop the show. We still have plenty of connections, my friends. Relax. Coming next Wednesday, season two. That's right. We're coming out with a second season. Episode one. I can't effing believe it. Uh, have an absolute legend from the UFC industry joining us 
next Wednesday. So make sure you get ready for that this upcoming Saturday, 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, Cup of Joe on campus, running down the full collegiate football slates and collegiate basketball slates, giving you our best bets, telling you what games you need to run in the opposite fucking direction of or what games we might have some questions on and we need to communicate with you. So come have a cup of Joe with us in the morning, hang out on campus, and let's have a blast for about an hour, hour and a half. The 27th, that is Saturday, not this weekend, the next weekend, we will have two special guests, I do believe, joining us for Cup of Joe on campus. So make sure you stay tuned for that. And uh, just by chance, if you see it, shout out Uncle Joey. Uh, started calling our guy that, and it's kind of stuck. I'm fucking, I'm fucking stoked about it because he's like, he is like our fucking uncle in the industry, and I Hello. fucking love it. If I, I, I started it. calling him that, he's all fucking about. It. He's like, let's get it, kiddo. I'm like, let's fucking go. <laughs> like, that's what I need. All right, so there you go. There you have it. Uh, outside of that. Make sure you uh, stop by TalkingTheLine.com at the bare minimum. You'll see all of our shows. You'll see our blogs, our best bets. Uh, you can learn more about Chalkboard on there, learn more about Tally Site, all of our partners. Everything is on there, my friends. Uh, and always a reminder, don't know why I have to remind people this because um, we don't like it. I don't know why we would ever send it to you with our blogs. If you subscribe to our blogs, you'll see it all over the website. If you subscribe, put your email in. We ain't fucking sending you spam. I promise we ain't doing it. It ain't nothing but our blogs, nothing but our insights, our analysis, maybe some motivation from me, maybe some funny shit from Mags. Whatever the case might be, we ain't sending you spam. So that's it from me. Outside of that, partner, anything I missed, didn't deduct on, didn't discuss, didn't uh, spend a little extra second. Holy shit, Davidson, New Mexico is underway. So looking real well on that end of the spectrum. I don't know what the score is quite yet. It's four to nothing. Our New hey, Mexico ho. State fucking ags. Let's keep fucking moving and grooving, baby. That's all. Um, oh, six to nothing. Just as hey, I say hey, that, hey, let's keep hey, it hey, moving. Hey. I hope you had an Skunk opportunity em. to hammer Skunk in em. that live before you fucking started. But whatever. <laughs> what do I know? Uh, outside of that, anything? Uh, anything late breaking pressing partner? Uh, two small bits of NFL news: Antonio Brown and Gronk made an appearance at. Uh, I wow! Lost my, what did it say exactly? Made appearances on the Bucks practice uh, practices today. Kyler Murray for second straight day doesn't stretch with team, but gets loose with trainer on the side. I think he you're right. Playing. I don't think he's playing. If he was, I think that line would already be up over four and a half. Yeah, he ain't playing, my friends. So. Uh, I would get that two and a half hammered in as quick as you can because I do believe if it gets announced out that he is not playing, that he is out, 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 then I think this goes way in the favor of the Seahawks, especially playing in front of the 12th man now. So thanks for mentioning that, partner. I don't see uh, much else. Hopefully, uh, ooh, hey, Scotty Miller sighting, little Sean Murphy bunting sighting. So maybe the uh, Bucks are getting healthy just in time. Uh, Vita Vea, obviously we saw him get carted off last week or this past week. Uh, he's in a walking boot, so it doesn't look like uh, he's going to be back anytime soon. That's a significant hit That's for that bad. defensive line, and they did not need that, my friends. He's a um, fucking beast. Yeah, fuck he is, man. Um, looks like Baker's going to start against Detroit. I don't really know why he needs to do that if he's battling this. Keenum is more than enough of a quarterback to handle the Detroit Lions, but... Whatever you want to say. And then outside of that, mm, nothing crazy. Hot Rod, Rodrigo Blankenship remains on IR. I know a lot of guys were really excited to get him back in uh, their fantasy leagues from a uh, kicker perspective. Always uh, love me some Rodrigo uh, Rodrigo Blankenship, but he does not look he like he's going to be back. And then outside of that, nothing real crazy. Uh, pretty much... 
pretty much basic bullshit. Uh, I'm sure we'll be absolutely flooded by tomorrow, but I, if I would say anything there, close with any thought, I would say Seattle Seahawks plus two and a half is really starting to stick in the back of my head. So okay. I don't know about you, but the more we talk about it here and the more we see that and kind of talk about those injuries, I think it might be worth a look. A hot I look. think so. I mean, the only thing that keeps sticking in my head is what they did to the Niners two weeks ago. But 12 then... to 2. 12 oh, to 2. Okay. 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 <laughs> I love it. Aren't but yeah, you let's glad, get on with aren't it, man. You I got nothing I just, else. 100%. Aren't you glad I just stopped the whole fucking parlay, which is like I hammered am. in, hammered in. We need it. We need it. We need it. We need it. It starts at 11. Everybody fucking stops. So there you go. Because honestly, I... I liked that as much as any of my plays today, but I was like, nah, it's 11 a.m. Like, well, I had now. I had Davidson. You probably can't see it. Davidson is the first one I had written down, minus two with a squiggly, and the squiggly tells me I need to go back and look because something's fucking fishy here, and yep. I went back and looked, and it completely flipped. So I said, oh, shit, I wish I would have got him at plus two and a half, but we'll take the minus two and a half hey. either way. Okay, I've done enough hot air spewing. I feel like you have as well on that other side of the screen, so... Uh, Let's get this bad boy wrapped up. Final segment of the day, my friends. My Motivation Minutes. Now, I told you at the top of the show, I was going to give you a little reminder to say thank you. And no, 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 not you fucking somebody holds the door for you and thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Or you're, it just is not, not the basic, not what you're thinking of. I'm going to get a little bit more deeper on this one here today. And... It's so wild how taking the opportunity to think, who should I really be thanking in my life? Who is really in my corner? Who do I need to make sure knows that I appreciate the absolute shit out of them? It's so funny when you start to think in that, it starts to really bring into perspective what you need to be grateful for and who you need to be grateful for. And it almost entirely changes your mindset. You can be in the shittiest attitude of the world. You'd be having the worst day of the week, catching flaming arrows left, right, and center, straight in the neck. And you start thinking about who you should be thankful for. It starts bringing everything into perspective. So I want to challenge you guys to do that. Now, who should you take an opportunity to thank? Think who's in your corner for every single trial, tribulation that you faced, and they're still there. Think of the people who know the deep, dark secrets back past behind of you and haven't left your side. So far often, the people that we need to thank the most are the ones that we spend the most time with and we forget to do the thanking the most, <laughs> as, as much as redundant that is. And I think it's so important to let others know that because they can get lost in the daily monotony too. And maybe they're stuck in a point in time where they're like, fuck, my efforts don't matter. What I do doesn't matter. Maybe they're in a depressive state and you took an opportunity to say, hey, man, I appreciate the fuck out of you. Thank you for always being around. Maybe they that just gave them a little bit of validation to get through the rest of their Thursday. Maybe it completely changed their mindset and made them completely stop something they, that they might have uh, otherwise screwed up their lives by doing. Who knows? Who knows what your words might have impact? And now that's, that's obviously the really deep version of it, but... Also, when you're at, when, and I guess I kind of preface it by not, not like, oh, somebody holds the door open, but maybe, maybe instead of thank you and just keep going, maybe look at that person. Maybe look them in the eyes and say thank you. Maybe actually mean it instead of just being the common courtesy thing to do. I don't know, call me crazy, but if I look somebody in the eyes and I tell them thank you and I seem sincere about it, 
chances are that might really change their day. Chances are they might say, oh, you're welcome. And maybe that starts a conversation. And who knows what that conversation will lead to. So instead of just keeping your head down and, oh, you're at the gas station or the Walgreens and checking out and, and getting all your stuff in the bag, and instead of just thank you and walking out, thank you, I appreciate it. Look them in the eyes. See what it does. Look at the look on their face. Because I guarantee you if you just say thank you and walk out, it ain't going to do shit for them. They're going to be in the still same shitty mood because you're bringing the bad vibes too. So why don't you be, as my partner alluded to, I'm so glad I'm starting to rub off on him in this uh, perspective. Yesterday, he uh, said on his show, make your own sunshine or his uh, Twitter video. Make your own sunshine. That's what we do here. If it's cloudy outside, who cares? Go make a little bit of your own sunshine. So remember to say thank you today. Maybe write a list of some people that you need to take some time to thank for either being in your corner or having your back or helping you do X, Y, or Z, whatever it might be. Just take some time to thank them today. And what kind of a jackass would I be if I sat here and I just talk about this stuff and I'm not being about this stuff? So, partner, thank you for always being by my side, my friend. Of course, I appreciate the fuck out of you. I appreciate you always being in my left and doing this journey with me. I'm man enough to do things like that, so I don't know why the rest of you can't. So remember to be thankful today. Partner, once again, I appreciate the hell out of you, dude. And outside of that, my friends, just remember to say thank you. And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. I like it, my man. I will send it right back at you as well, my man. I like that you brought both perspectives as far as, you know, the people directly in your uh, in your life that you absolutely need to thank. And then also, you know, just those passing moments. One thing I like to do is, like you said, look them in the eye and not just say thank you. It's like, hey, I appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually mean it, you know. So I like absolutely. that you brought both perspectives in there. Absolutely, dude. I uh, Something's really important to me. And uh, I think the more positivity that we can spread around this here earth, it might just get to be in a little bit better of a place because we, especially in this industry, see a shitload of negativity. So maybe if we can be the light, maybe some things will start to turn around. huh? Who, who fucking knows? All I, I don't know one way or the other, but what I do know is I'm going to keep laying down these motivation minutes and I'm going to keep being a positive son of a bitch regardless of what the hell's happening, all right? So you just keep hey. tuning in. Speaking of uh, getting rid of this negativity in our industry, one thing I don't ever sing, see one single time so far on uh, an app like the old Chalkboard app is not a single bit of negativity. No. Even if people are disagreeing, it's yeah. some friendly competition. Yeah. There ain't none of this Twitter neg- negativity mm-hmm. as much as mm-hmm. I love the Bird mm-hmm. app in some spaces. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, it's uh, pretty tough to dodge some of that negativity when you're scrolling mm-hmm. through every single time, my man. So, uh, you know. Because the people in the chalkboard, they're part of that community, and they get it. And if you come and you decide to be part of the TTL community or any other board on there, we promise we're welcoming you with open arms. We, uh, You can ask us any dumbass question on the planet because truth is, oh, okay, I, I wiped dipshit off my forehead this morning. Typically, I forget to. So I'm telling you, my friends, we are the same as you. We just spend a little bit more time researching this shit, going through lines. We obviously have access to a lot more stuff than obviously the average Joe doesn't have with some of our fucking networks and connections and stuff. So that's why we do it. But we're still the average Joes. We're still the every everyday uh, goofballs, and we will always continue to be. So we appreciate the hell out of you guys. Sure seems like a uh, episode of the TTL pod to me, if I do say so myself, huh, pal? I would say so, yeah. Who's to say? Huh? Who's to say? Who am I? I don't know. But right now... That's all she fucking wrote. That's a wrap. Paper of plastic. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers.
far and wide for myself and Max. Hey, it was my motivation minutes. Well, I might as well say it to you guys too. Thank you so much. Each and every one of you, we appreciate you from the bottom of our hearts for allowing me and that cool cat over there to chase our dreams and our passions every single day. We know the ones that have been here from the jump. We see you. We appreciate your support, your following, tuning into every show or every other piece of content we have. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of our hearts for all of your support. We cannot tell you how much you mean to us. Outside of that, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Thursday. Unless you have any other plans, make sure you get all six of today's TTL Crew Best Bets of the Day hammered in at whatever the current best line is so you can stay with us at the, every sing- at the end of every single damn show. Let's cash some tickets.